Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sanyin Podcast, the podcast that is for the African diaspora in order to share insightful and inspiring stories to enlighten a new generation on the African continent. In today's episode, we have the amazing Martha Chisimba, all the way from Zambia. Um, I'm happy to host you, Martha. Uh, as you may know, you're the first lady on our beautiful podcast. Yay! <laughs> uh, so you're going to share a lot, and I'm happy to have you. So. I'm happy to be here. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're watching from. My name is Mother Like JP. Say thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's nice having you, Mother. So let's first kick things off. Uh, Mother, so those that want to know you, who is Mother and what's your life journey so far? Okay, um, that's mostly like a very big question when you ask like who's Martha. Have you ever had like a brain freeze when somebody just says who's JP? <laughs> yeah, you have those questions. Yeah, that but must... you try to narrow it down. Yes, of course. Um, so I would say Martha is someone that is excited about seeing everything that she can possibly see and excited to achieve what God has in store for her. And I think there is so much that God has predestined for each and every one of us and he has put it within us. And so seeing that manifest and being established is one of my very most um, exciting things I think I look forward to. And so I think uh, mother is also someone that um, loves children. I love mm. children. Yes, I think before the podcast, uh, you were just asking me if I love children or not. I do, yes. And... Um, I love ice cream. Uh, if I have a bad day, Martha is somebody that likes to watch movies in the dark. Okay. In the dark. <laughs> yes. Why in the dark? No disturbance. Like it's a cinema. Create your own cinema. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> That's but, what I do. But people have that stereotype of watching movies in the dark. I know, right? Like I think it just creates that like cinema experience. If you cannot go to the cinema, create mm. your own cinema in the room in <laughs> with the a dark. lot of ice cream. Yes. If you can sip on chocolate, do that. Not popcorn. A lot of popcorn, please. Mm. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you love horrors. Yes, I I do. I do love horror, but action movies do the thing. They do. They cut through. Yes. So in the dark, you wouldn't watch a horror? I would. I'm not scared of horror. Who is horror? Like, what is horror again? Mm. <laughs> yes, I do love horror. Yeah. Okay, it's nice to know, you know, a glimpse about you and about your your life and, and how you see yourself. Um, as... As we introduced on our advertisation banner, you're a Christian content creator, mm. uh, something which I admire. I've been watching your videos, I think, for the past three months. Mm. Uh, you have a WeChat channel, uh, which is growing. See your, see your videos on Instagram, sometimes on Facebook. Yeah, so I like that content creation journey that you've been through, mm. Christian-oriented. And I must give big ups to you. Thank you. So the next question is like, what what is it being a Christian content creator, and why that path? Okay, um. So basically, if you notice maybe on Instagram, and if you come across somebody that does Christian content or maybe creates um content in line with Christianity, mm-hmm. it's basically individuals who just use their talents and gifts to bring inspiration, empowerment, mm-hmm. and to point them to Christ. So like the journey we have with Christ is a very long journey. And so people have something to say. And because they have something to say about the experience they've had with the Lord, it's easy for them to share that. And so um, there are many funny videos on Instagram where people just 
um, also include other people that might not understand a certain perspective. So they bring in comedy, um, they bring in very creative stuff for other people to also relate to the content. And so it's just using your talent and your gifts to bring inspiration, encouragement, and to point you really directly to Christ and say, I had this experience with him and this is what it's doing for me. And you can also have this experience if you do work like this. And um, providing also some tips on how to cultivate the relationship because cultivating is just not one day. It's a daily process. The Bible says renewing our minds daily. And so if you have people or a circle and a family that does that to inspire, mm-hmm. to encourage, to uplift mm-hmm. and uh, just empower you, it's, it's, it's a very solid ground. So I would say that's what uh, Christian content creation is all about. So do you have a TikTok channel? No, why? Because I cannot activate a TikTok channel in China. I have been trying that for such a long time. It's not working. <laughs> yes, but I'm still trying. I don't know. They said you have to change your location in your phone or something. I have tried that. Nada. Nothing. Nada. So, so far, it's Facebook, Instagram, and the WeChat channel. Yes, so far, it's Facebook, Instagram, WeChat, and YouTube too. You have a YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah, I remember yeah, yes. your YouTube, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are the videos on YouTube now? No, they're not. Um, <laughs> currently undergoing construction, so when everything is done, definitely they will be up there. So, have you planned on monetization of your works, or is just for the work of God? Um, when we reach that stage, we would do it because on social media, you don't just say, "Oh, monetize monetization, let's do it." Yeah, no, it's not just about that because mm. you have to uh, meet some certain requirements and standards for YouTube. The certain requirements and standards because you also have to study that when mm. you're studying YouTube. It's not just about starting without knowledge so you mm. have to have knowledge about what you're doing mm. and so there's some requirements you have to meet on instagram same thing which are actually there is nothing like that however you can get verified there are also mm. ha- like some requirements that you have to for to fulfill before you can actually be verified or monetized so like did you have any role models in the christian content industry of course i do have so many um i do have uh should I mention some of their names? Yeah, I can mention them. <laughs> okay, um, I do have. It's funny. Um, when I read something, I forget who wrote it. When I wrote something, I forgot. I forget most times maybe who said it or who was created. But I will try. Um, so one of the people. Do you mean like in line with content creation, or maybe just Both, over everything overall? Okay. Um, I really love, I don't really know if her, her name is Ariel or something. She creates really great videos. I cannot really say everyone's name because there are quite a lot, especially on Instagram, in line with uh, Christian content creation. There are so many of them. I'm sorry I cannot like mention their names because some of their names are really like a bit hard and some of them it's, it's, yeah. yes, it's really hard to recall. So yeah, but I have a lot of people that inspire me, mm. of course, especially people from Nigeria. Oh, from Nigeria. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, we shall come to the Nigeria part okay. later. So, like, um, do you think uh, Christian content creation is the way the gospel can be spread today? Of course, of course. Um, not the only way, but of course, one of the ways because everybody else can relate, like I said. Mm. So, because the Christian content creation industry is really growing now. You find many people are being creative about mm. it. Um, you can just find a nine-second video. It's very impactful, very funny, but you mm. pick lessons from it. Mm. One, because people draw that from the experiences they walk um, mm. 
with god and mm. they draw that from the experiences they have also like with daily lives and activities some challenges they face maybe with reading the word of god with being consistent they share that and because somebody laughs they're like oh i can pick that i can relate it's one of the ways definitely we can spread the gospel and there are so many people today that are testifying i remember there was one of um one of my videos that i had created and then one of um, the people that follow me actually texted and said, oh, thank you so much for posting that video because mm. I was struggling with being bored. And mm. so when you said certain mm. things in the video, you just challenged me to start a plan that I'd written for a long time, but I did not execute it. And so when I saw that message, it really encouraged me as well to keep like doing it. Sometimes it might not be for the entire uh, people that you're looking at, maybe mm. just before one person. And that mm. is one person is what even keeps me going right now. Yeah. Okay. So have there been challenges your first? Of course, all the time. It's not easy. There's so many takes you have to do before you can actually mm, produce the final one. Yeah, 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 it's so much. Like sometimes you have to record like 10 videos and then mm. you have to edit everything. Mm. So um, just from recording the videos after recording you have to edit videos mm. after editing you have to add subtitles if you want to add subtitles to your videos sometimes um i don't know if you saw some videos where one person is imitating like different characters yeah right? yeah, yeah yeah yes and so you have to shoot like different clothes and different texts and it's it's really a lot Jesus. yes and so um that, those are some of the challenges you face forgetting lines there are mm. actually apps that help mm. with that, but if you don't have them, because you need to pay for them, if you don't have them, you have to struggle with forgetting lines. Mm. Sometimes you have to struggle with maybe you did not make the the right facial impression because mm. sometimes it's not just about what you're saying, it's mm. how you're saying it as well. Mm. And so you have to retake so many retakes and so many things you have to edit maybe here and there. Yes, so yes, there are so many challenges. Sometimes the network, yeah, the network, really bad. Uh, before I got to the network part of it, mm. so you you do you have a team where everything is done by yourself? I do everything by myself, but I do have a corner. Um, that corner is very supportive, so they provide uh, apps for me mm. to make my work easier. So I have like a team of guys. They don't really do the work for me, but they mm. provide things that help the work become easier. Mm. I'm so grateful for them. They just provide apps. If they discover an app that will help me with subtitles, they say, oh, Martha, I just came across this app mm. and I know that it could help you. So I just said, okay, let me um, contact you. And they just give me that app for free. I don't need to pay for it. But they actually paid for it on my behalf. And so I have um, those people that help me in that light. I also have people that help me with uh, some scripts. Sometimes, mm. yes, I do write my own scripts, but sometimes somebody will just say something. I'm like, hmm, that could be a video, and I just start shooting. And so I do have um, that team. So, so you talked about writing scripts. So where does inspiration come from? Just uh, comes to you as your, I don't know, or you read the Bible, read something, and pick something to write. Um, inspiration comes from different things you can never really know how far you can go with creativity until you explore i remember one time i think just two weeks ago i actually discovered another way to be inspired so i just said okay let me take a walk right and i realized that when i'm seated in a very quiet place and there's 
this great breeze on my face mm. i just get inspired to talk about things so lines just that come into my head i'm like okay this line can connect with this line i can talk about this thing and talk about that thing and so one of the ways that i get inspired is through the holy spirit of course because when you talk mm. about christian content creation we just don't talk about anything and everything we want to talk about we we'll mm. move by the guidance of the spirit because the message we're trying to convey is the gospel mm. and how we can draw people to christ yes and so the spirit of god is very creative okay we don't call god el shaddai for nothing he's is he's a very creative god and because he's in us it's easier for us to be creative as well and so that also contributes to maybe creativity and also sometimes just taking a breather mm. yes that also helps to being creative sometimes even the people you live with somebody mm. can just do something you're like i'm going to talk about that sometimes it can just make you laugh and then you decide to talk about it so it, inspiration is really everywhere it's around us and it's within us as well so i saw like uh, your program is called gist with jesus mm-hmm. i just asked why did you name it gist with jesus oh just with jesus i actually have a story about that on my instagram feed um so growing up i grew up in a christian family this is gonna be really, really quick because the story mm. is long um mm. i grew up in a christian family and i was in sunday school 247 mm. but then after sunday school you know like sunday school kids they'll be sent like in the church right mm. So I would go back to church and would find people singing, crying, worshiping. And sometimes I'd be like, why are they rolling on the floor? Like, it's not mm. a big deal. Can you mm. just like just mm. sing, standing with your clean clothes? Like, why? And so um, after some time, I realized that whatever they were having or getting, I was not having it. And I was not getting it. But I was a Christian. So what was the difference? And the difference was the kind of relationship they had with God and the kind of relationship I had with God. Um, there's a story that I came across. Uh, a, son, a son was being asked by the dad and saying, how big is this plane? Um, there was a plane that was flying in the air. And then the father asked the son, how big is this plane? And the son said, oh, that plane is really small. And the father took the son to the airport and said, how big is this plane now? And the son says, the plane is really big. And the father said, how big God is, is dependent on how close you are to him. Mm. And so those people that we are worshiping really saw God to be big. Mm. I didn't because I was not close to him. Mm. And so I decided to pursue this relationship with him. And during my pursuit, um, I discovered so many challenges that I had, which is being consistent in studying the word of God, being consistent, maybe in praying. And after some time, I said I needed to grow because I needed to read the word of God for me to be able to grow in this Christian journey. And so I asked God to help me. So I would have like some gist time with him. So I would talk to him about everything. I started Mm -hmm. practicing this. In the morning, I'll just talk to him about anything and everything that would happen to me. One of the things uh, my my pastors would say back then would be something like, make sure you talk to God about everything. Mm. there's just that statement i said talk to jesus if anything is happening just talk to jesus and so i started practicing that so i would talk to him about everything and all things and in those moments i just started saying oh i'm gisting with the lord i'm gisting with the lord and then one time i was like oh what if there is someone out there that is struggling like i did Mm. to cultivate this relationship and to get close to him and i was like okay let me start this thing and maybe help those people that are spending so much time trying to fight and trying to cultivate the relationship trying to read the word of god Mm. And let's see if we can help one or two people. And yes, that's how the name came about. So would you advise um, African youth to go through the same journey you've been through to do Christian content creation? Of course. Um, one, one thing that you should realize is know your 
your field and mm. work in it mm. it's not everyone that is meant for something mm. uh you are meant to maybe flourish in another area that god has blessed you with for mm. example if god has blessed you your talent is dancing right mm. you cannot uh go to the dance floor and start singing because the mm. judges will be like this is not a singing show this mm. is a dancing show and so i think discovering your purpose your gift your talent is really helpful to know which area you should specialize in if you are good at that definitely go for it um the most important thing is having something to say the reason why people are able to go out there and actually start something is because they have something to say right mm. you cannot just start speaking if you don't have anything to say people that don't have anything to say keep quiet mm. and so most times because you have received something from god he has done something in you and you want to share that thing that god has done in you with the world and so you start creating something if that has happened to you and you have creative ways of actually doing that go for it there mm. is really no problem with that So would you say your thing is a passion or a calling or both? I would say uh both because it's not just how I feel that determines when to post or when mm. to record even when I don't feel like it I should do it and that's what passion does so I would say both. Right so say calling from the Lord. Definitely because um it's it's a gift as well. God is the one that gives the gifts and the talents so. Yes. Okay so you know on the issue of um Christianity especially now on the continent there mm. is okay the majority of people in sub-saharan Africa if you move the northern part okay. are, are Christian mm. but over the past 30 years there've been a trend of um how do I call it fat prophets and all those pastors who are enriching themselves at the behest of their congregation mm. So you as a Christian and also as a content creator how do you view that that's happening right now Uh my view about it is the Bible says test all spirits yeah and when the Bible says test all spirits the Lord gives you his spirit for you to be able to know another spirit and so if you're found in a place where your spirit in you just knows this is not right then you being a place that your spirit convicts you to be for example if the spirit of god tells you this is not the right place to be and of course the spirit of god speaks the bible says once has it spoken but twice have i heard that all power belongs to god and so it's easy for you to be able to pick what god is saying if you have the spirit of god mm. and so if you test the spirit and what is happening around and don't be found there of course um you cannot really know which fake prophet or is someone is not a fake prophet except you have the spirit of god in you everybody is rushing after everybody today really everybody is chasing something mm. and at the end of the day everybody has outers and people say this those outers so it is only when you have a greater spirit in you that you'll be able to detect whether there is a fake spirit around you or there is a right spirit yeah so that's what i would say do you think there should be regulation when it comes to christian activities um regulation as in how in terms of um the the time of prayer the you know background checks on the pastors and all that like the time people should pray like yeah, how long because because pray? the country may be less like uh, Rwanda they don't advocate for overnight prayers oh really you know specific that. times that mm. you just during the day or something mm. and then you have a country like where i come from Uganda people go overnight and pray the whole day mine too and people are like the time you would have spent praying would have gone do a walking okay so, so there are some that advocate for regulation of prayer and all that uh i see 
um what i would say about that is the bible says prayer without season so what do i mean by that prayer does not need um a location for you to pray there's no restriction or regulation mm-hmm. you can pray anywhere and everywhere there's really mm-hmm. no regulation or restriction so when you save there should be any restriction or regulation concerning mm. how long people should pray no because the bible says pray without season so mm. even if the church does not organize an overnight i'm in my house i'm praying i'm in my car i'm praying i'm washing i'm praying so it's like something that is ongoing it's not mm. something you just do when you meet with mm. believers or brethren even you yourself you're mm. supposed to cultivate this prayer life by yourself and you do it more often by practicing that so i wouldn't say there should be any time regulation or whatever yeah and your growth also is not really dependent on um, how many meetings you attend. Your growth mm. is dependent on how much you practice after you learn. So, okay. Um, another an, another thing that has interested me when it comes to Christianity mm. in Africa is that uh, is a growing group of people who believe that uh, Christianity is just uh, a tool of colonialism. You know, they were brought by the whites to brainwash us and the Christian God is not our true God, is their God and all that. And it's growing, a growing number of, in the Western world, people are becoming more of atheists, yeah? non-believers, don't believe in any God, more of science than the spiritual part. So how do you see that and how do you think we can overcome that to build our spiritual growth? Right, that's a good question. Um, the first question that I ask those people that say that is where did they come from? <laughs> and it's funny, they'll never tell you because they don't know. Okay, the Bible says the natural mind can never understand the things of the spirit. And so it's a place where we really need to pray, one, for the hearts of people, and two, for the minds of people. Because mm. the Bible says, I think in Proverbs 21, verse 1, that the heart of a king is in the hands of God. It's like a stream of water, and the Lord turns mm. it to whatever direction that he pleases. And so we can do as much as we can to spread the gospel and to share the word Mm. but then the one that is really convicting the hearts is the spirit of god and so i think the hearts of people should really be prayed for prayer is one of the ways that we can help uh, people realize that god is the one and only true god and sometimes they don't understand that because they are too overwhelmed in maybe what the society is saying what they've grown up seeing and so many hindrances and their hearts have become hard the bible says that you've hardened your heart and so mm. you have rejected your god and so if their hearts are made pure and their hearts are actually touched by god it's going to be easy to penetrate through and when you touch the heart you touch your life so yeah okay uh okay there are there are two sensitive topics uh that i've seen over the news when it comes to christianity and society the first one is um the bible does not uh accept homosexuality and same-sex relationships or marriages but those that are also homosexuals would say that jesus accepted everyone so which stand would you take because these are also our people there are people some may be our relatives some may be our countrymen some may be normal people and we're supposed to love them normally in a christian world mm. but the you know the bible may say we are against that the examples in sodom and gomorrah so how would you go by that uh is your question if jesus loves them or not my question is how are we supposed to treat them in a christian world of course you love them uh, the love of god comes from within and the bible says love everybody um so of course you're supposed to love them and treat them with respect as well so should we accept them in society um i have no comment about that yeah okay you being the first lady on our 
podcast uh, we're going to ask you about uh, women empowerment mm. you know it's a going trend mm. if you've been uh, um, keen enough you have the me too movement and if you know about it no the me too movement where ladies were were who were coming out ladies were facing sexual harassment at that workplaces okay. and everywhere were coming out to mm. protest and also ladies who were asking for equal pay from their male colleagues who are coming to you know say their voice mm. so do you what what's women empowerment okay um the thing is most times when people are talking about women empowerment they are waiting for other people to empower women but really empowerment comes from within mm. imagine if a crowd is cheering for you and hyping you mm. and the crowd has their own home and their mm. own family and that moment is done and they all go home mm. you go back to your house and you don't know how to empower yourself mm. it is not just in those moments when crowds are cheering and saying let's go girl let's go boy let's go this and let's go that that you're supposed to feel empowered as a woman. I think empowerment comes from within. You first mm. have to learn how to empower yourself. Mm. Um, the Bible says, even if David is not a woman, but I would give an example. The Bible says David encouraged himself in the Lord, right? And so sometimes I think one thing we forget to do for ourselves is to empower ourselves first, to believe in ourselves first, and to inspire ourselves first, to strengthen ourselves first. Mm. And then when we go out there, even if the crowd is not sharing, empowering, encouraging, mm. it's easy for you to be also that link and that voice that other people can use to lift up other people so in case i have a daughter how do i empower my daughter to believe in herself um i think you tell her who she is uh, most people have challenges with empowering themselves because they don't know who they are so help her with self-discovery tell her who she is and she'll be able to learn that journey before she actually goes in a society where they can just write anything on her because i think they say babies are like plain papers right mm. so anything that is written on a plain paper is taken so i think you can just build that around her do you think that right now women are having an unfair advantage to men because of these movements that are coming no everybody is is in the same line everybody can do anything as long as you believe in it um, I think the only thing that people are doing right now is trying to soak instead of talk. So I think talking is more than soaking. So I think we should rise from that place. Mm-hmm. Do you look forward to having a female president from Zambia? Of course. Why not? Of course. Of course. I would look forward to having a female president. Male, female, as long as they help the country. That's as it. they help the country. That's it. That's it. That's it. Mm. So right now, I've seen a lot of media reports about your current president and how he's doing well. Mm. Are you proud of him so far? Yeah, proud. Zambia is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, super proud, super proud. Yeah, super proud. I was not there, so I cannot really say. Yeah, yeah. But, but he's doing a remarkable job. He is, yeah. of course, of course he is. He's doing a remarkable job. Big ups job. to him, he is. And I kind of like uh, your democracy, mm. unlike other African countries. Uh, yours seems to be. It has its challenges, but it's also on the right path, I would say. Yeah, Zambia, go. <laughs> mm. Okay, speaking about Zambia mm-hmm. and the fact you're in China, mm. so how do you, what are your views on China-Africa relations? Wow, um, China-Africa relations, I think China is, is creating so many connections between Africa and itself. And it's a good thing because it gives Africans a privilege to actually come and study abroad and to have at least a secured future. I would say they're providing great opportunities for us 
as well because i remember when i first came here i was invited for this press meeting where chinese people were signing some documents with some africans and this shows at least some type of connection mm. and it helps also i think in trading and other things as well if people want to access different things it's easier because there's relationship relationship opens mm. doors i would say yeah so i think it's good it's a good thing so for for people who are uh, skeptical about china africa relations who mainly focus on the bad part what would you say to them you get rid of the bad part you get rid of the bad part. that's it <laughs> but every relationship has a bad part that's it so you say just close an eye and focus on the good part well life is really not hard i think sometimes we just give ourselves a hard time so okay mm. so what are your thoughts on zambia in general zambia is a motherland zambia zambia is a mother yeah Zambia is a mom, okay? <laughs> you know what a mom does. A mom is just there all the time. Zambia yeah. is a mom. And um, I really do appreciate my country, especially after coming here, because of the food, the people, the language. There the is language. nothing more satisfying than speaking your language. Like when you're speaking English around people that are not from your country, mm. and then for a second you just step out to meet Ugandans. How do you feel? Mm, feel the good. fulfillment, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that's part. You know, one thing I like about Zambia is the um, okay here in Jinja, it's like you guys are the majority. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Zambia. Yeah, and 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 I like the way you take your events, um, your Independence Day gatherings. Mm-hmm. I've had just one coming this week. Mm, yeah. Uh, so. Shima. Yeah, <laughs> And I also like your music. Yeah. Yeah, your music. I like the beat. What in musicians your music. do you know from Zambia? Quite many. Tell me some. Uh, I know Pompey. Everyone knows Pompey. Pompey. Oh, you better know Pompey. Everyone knows Kai Dola, <laughs> mm. Chef 17. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think those ones. Roberto. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, those ones I know. Are there others? Of course, there are quite a lot. There are a lot, just like in other countries, there are those famous huh? and the ones that are still upcoming. So, there uh-huh. are a lot, yeah okay yeah but uh you know before i came to china i only knew zambia in a geography class <laughs> uh, because we were studying about the zambian oh, copper wow. belt oh really yeah, and the copper yeah mm. then we knew the key trade in dollars mm-hmm. yeah, and, then, and the railway line that's good yeah that's good but it's nice meeting people from zambia it's nice meeting people from uganda in any other african country like mm. most of them we just used to hear about them in books like you mm-hmm. said on tv but it's, it's nice to meet people from but from have you noticed something about southern africa if i'm to say is that something i noticed is that your anthem is kind of similar mm. If you go to the South African anthem, the Zambian and the Tanzanian, mm. there's a way it flows which is similar. Okay. Have you noticed it? You mm. haven't? I haven't taken You haven't? I've noticed it especially. Like, is I it, see. Is it, is it How about your, your anthem? Which country does it relate with? Anthem is unique. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see. Oh, great, great. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Uganda and Zambia, we have uh, good uh, relations. Um, our president, the the very first president, the way mm-hmm. people have Kenneth Kaunda, mm-hmm. our very first president, he was called uh, Milton Obote. When when he was overthrown, mm-hmm. 
he died in Zambia. He was there for mm. about I think more than twenty years. Yeah. He's our brother. Yeah, so it was Kaunda's friend and then mm. you know, he gave him that exile thing. And mm-hmm. I don't need a visa to come to Zambia. It's visa free. Mm. Yeah, so apart from, and some words are similar. Some words in Bemba. Mm. I can try to in understand. Uganda, yeah, right. I can try to let understand. Let me let me them. try to give you one. Um Isakuno. I don't know. Uh, another one. Polishan. That means how are you? Something. Can you relate to anything in, you, in Uganda? No. Uh, let me show you another one. Isakuno. But why you have you have, you have what like mutima? It also means mutima. mutima. Yeah. It also means your yeah heart. heart? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It also oh, means heart. That is so, so cool. Yeah. So there are so there are some words which are really similar. Um. Yeah. I see. Wow. That is so cool. Of course. So, mm. I appreciate Zambia. So, who owns Victoria Falls? Zambia, Zimbabwe. There is a fight. <laughs> Listen, there's a fight. Zimbabwe says, no, it's ours. Zambia says, it's ours. We learned about it in history class. And when I came here, it's the first time I actually heard Zimbabwe and say, no, it's ours. Mm. There's a fight. Okay. Listen, Zimbabwe is our brother, so don't worry. <laughs> mm. Yes. Okay. Then that's, uh, then that's nice to know that uh, we are... <coughs> We're talking about uh, the relationship between Zambia and Zimbabwe. Mm. So, as we conclude, what would be your concluding thoughts on your content creation and any plans for it in the future? Of course, I do have uh, so many plans for it. Um, I think more creative ideas will Mm. come on board most definitely. And I think things do mature with time. And if you do not stop, it's easy for you to grow. People tend to give up so early and so quick before they see things mature to like be fully produced in a way or a manner that was supposed to be. So, for example, when somebody like gets pregnant, right? If a mom does not wait or is patient until mm. the delivery time, it's either the mom can have an abortion or the mom can have like a miscarriage or the mom can actually deliver the baby in maturity mm. so you have to be patient because the things do take time before they can actually mature and grow and so i think the main thing right now is just continuing with the creativity and of course with building more ideas and videos as well so i do have a lot of plans actually i would share about it so much do you would you want to collaborate with some other christian content creators yes i would i would I would. Or for now, you want to first make your own brand, your own style. I already have my own style, but I would like to also collaborate with other people. Um, it does not necessarily mean it's going to be a permanent thing. I think sometimes, once in a while, I've had one or two people that reach out to me and I've worked not really in the open, but just behind the scene. Ah, mm. that's nice. So... Um, is it easy to start? Because obviously when you're starting something, there are points where you want to give up. That's true. That's true. That's why I talked about uh, patience and also just having faith towards what you're doing. Because things do take time. Mm. And that's one thing I think we don't realize as young people. We want to rush. Mm. Rushed things. We want it fast. Let mm. me just get it. Give me, give me, give me. And that's it. But then good things take time. Mm. Yeah. Even a mango tree, when you plant the seed in the soil it takes time for you to have fruits in the tree so it does take time are you feeling the benefits of your work so far i'm enjoying my work the most important thing is you enjoy what you do if you don't and you're doing it maybe for other things you'll get frustrated and tired and give up 
Wow. Yes. So you say you're famous because of your work right now? Fame is not the goal. Okay, but before your work and after your work, you feel a change in your life? Um, I think I would say the fame part was more when I was back home because I used to be a TV presenter before I came here. Yeah. Yes. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so when I came, it was just like, oh, nobody knows you. Mm. Because sometimes when I'm going to church, there'll be like young children will stop me. Oh my God, we saw on TV. They'll mm. say it like in my local language. Mm. Yes. So I would say there's growth and the goal is making Christ known. And if God is going to use the platform to make himself known, amazing wow. mm. i must say you're blessed though thank you you're you're, thank you're you. using uh, a right platform to you know to spread the word of god mm. throughout the whole world uh considering the fact that in a place like china where also that has its own issues mm. yeah so thank you for that part uh we're coming to the end mm. uh, so we just have a segment a five question segment okay yeah so we we'll call it heat row five questions that just just to pump up you know mm-hmm. the mood of the podcast okay so the first question is your favorite african country apart from zambia and why definitely nigeria oh i love them why nigeria because though? those guys have everything they're like very creative they work hard they make things work. Very creative people. I really love Nigerians so much. And more also because I think I grew up watching Nigerian movies. So okay, I, we all grew up with Nigerian movies. <laughs> <laughs> My mom, she initiated everyone. So uh-huh. yes, I do love Nigeria. But don't you think the fact that, uh, you know, as you said, we grew up through Nigerian movies, now it's Nigerian music, that we're being, we're being so acceptive of Nigerian works than more of our national works i think it's a decision that actually zambians today that don't watch nigerian movies they just watch zambian movies it's a decision you can make and there are some that just watch indian movies and there are some that just watch american movies so it's a personal decision that you can make as well to see what you can invest your time in yeah because uh in my country uganda there was a time where um Nigerian musicians were having concerts almost every weekend. Oh wow! And uh, local musicians were finding that hard. Oh, so much as Nigerian craft is obviously mm-hmm. Africa's best, mm-hmm. but uh, there's always that need for the country, let's say Uganda or Zambia, to also promote its own music. Because mm-hmm. to be fair, the only Zambian song I had mm-hmm. in my country mm-hmm. was Amarula. Oh. And then when I came to China is when I got to know about other Zambian mm-hmm. musicians. But mm-hmm. if there was a chance for so Zambian music to penetrate to Uganda mm-hmm. and Uganda to it would be better. But you said Nigerians are doing a good job. They are. Uh so our second question uh would be um your favorite content creation platform and why? Big Boo because it makes it easy to add subtitles and to edit your videos. So yeah, I would say that. Ah, mm. is it free? Yeah. You pay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's worth it. It is. Listen, it lessens your work. It mm. lessens your work. Okay. Um. So which the third question is uh which aspect of China I think you've been here like for three years mm-hmm. would you want to share back home, like would you borrow? And say, uh, this is what they are buildings. They are buildings. They are architecture. Oh, guys, these guys have done the work. Okay. So you like they Chinese no architecture? Play. 
they mm. don't play they don't play okay their country is so developed and also the technology is top notch like this country is so developed so i think they are buildings they're buildings listen in africa right when mm. people build a house they build this big house that occupies this big land mm. when you go in their house there are so many big rooms but then like the creativity is not so much just look at china the house might be small but then it's enough like it has enough space you're able to have more rooms and stuff so i think they are really creative and also i like how they like saving space so mm. space is not supposed to be wasted they just use it for something ah mm. okay i think uh, the chinese in zambia have noted <laughs> um uh, your favorite african personality and why now i asked you this question before you came and mm. you told me you have you don't have one or you have very many they're all in the box i love so many people um, it could even be your dad could be your favorite african personality or maybe your mom or someone like that could be anybody my mom cannot be my favorite she's me she's you she's everything ah. favorite is not enough hey. <laughs> no favorite is not enough for her um so i would say maybe like i have a lot Pastor Mildred, Pastor Kingsley, um, Apostle Joshua, Apostle Johnson, Mama Lizzie, Dr. Lizzie. Um, so many Bisola, Bam Bam, Bam Bam. Yeah, so many. I could list on and on and on in some of their names actually at the back of my mind. And my mind is actually like a bit... Do they inspire you? <laughs> of course they do. They do. I, I love their creativity, especially Bisola. She's so creative, like. I, I usually see in your works you caught Pastor Mildred. I've done videos of her sermons, just like live talking to them. Wow. Mm. She's from which country? Nigeria. I love her. She's your favorite? I love her. I love her. Just love her. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Um, the last question is um, your favorite social media app and why? YouTube youtube yes um i wouldn't say youtube you can you cannot chat on youtube but like it's a social media app, yeah. yes but like it the only thing it lacks i always tell my friends like can they introduce like chatting friend requests on youtube <laughs> because i really love youtube you can find everything there and mm. it's a platform where you can learn so many things not just um to develop your life but also to help other people as well as you learn so i love youtube a lot because it has everything you want to learn how to cook something youtube you want to learn how to do something youtube so i do love youtube it's a lifesaver sometimes so how would you cope with uh social media addiction oh that i think we we're talking about discipline before this podcast started uh, yeah. yes um i actually used to struggle with that Social media addiction? Yes, before I came to China. Because after I completed my um, high school education, I started working. And then when I was working, I'd stop because I was preparing to come to school. And during that period, there's literally nothing to do. And mm. so, like, social media is just like, oh, you're just scrolling. And I said, I'm wasting my time. There is time for everything. And also, it's important to know when to do what and how to do it. Because if you just waste your time on social media, at the end of the day, you should ask yourself questions like, did I do what I was supposed to do for the day? Was mm. I productive? Did I grow? Did I help somebody grow? And so life is not just about us watching other people do mm-hmm. work. It's also about you yourself creating the work and doing the work that God has called you to do and fulfilling it. Yes, yeah, so self-discipline. And actually thinking about your life and your future. Mm. You can't be scrolling for the rest of your life, right? Yes. Yeah, so. Do you think uh, social media leads to 
things like uh, depression and anxiety because sometimes because you, you have to pick who to listen to and what to listen to social media you cannot do that anyone pops up okay mm. everybody just pops up and sometimes you just listen to this and that sometimes it does because if you don't pay attention to who you listen to and what you listen to it actually starts working on your mind and because it works on your mind it starts manifesting in your life as well uh, there was this uh, report that says uh, people who go on social media, especially the young, uh, you have this thing of comparisons. Over social media, everyone posts the good life, the mm. good part of their life, and then you start to say, mine is not good, mine is not good, right. and you kind of degrade yourself. Mm. So you as a content creator, does that come to your mind, especially when you post something? on your channel of course especially when it comes to the quality of my videos yeah, right? yeah. i'll be like oh my god my videos not as clear as this one mm-hmm. why <laughs> yes of course that does come to my mind sometimes yeah okay thank you martha for coming by our podcast it was nice thank having you. you thank yeah. you so much for having me i've had so much fun and obviously i'll bring you back yay super <laughs> exciting <Can't laughs> <wait. laughs> okay thank you martha for coming all right thank you bye